0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Free on the Inside, I'm your host, Minister Joy Lewis, and you're listening to another great episode of Free on the Inside with our co-host, Brother Richard Daniel. We have to uh, be on this morning. We want to give all acknowledgments acknowledgement to Beverly Beasley and her staff for sponsoring this show each and every week. I am so excited to be here here with you each week, you know, because, you know, life is a challenge, but we thank God that we are up for the challenge. We give all the praise all the glory to our Heavenly Father, which allowed us to be here today. We're in for a great time this morning. We have a uh, guest that's going to be on the line here shortly, because of other situations that came up. He's not able to be with us at this here moment, but it's with, uh, it's uh, Nurse Nor- Nor- Norris with Positive Breathing, and so we're going to talk about the... Uh, the effects that uh, that the uh, environment have on on our young men and women, that they, that they uh dealing with asthma and some of the uh, remedies that we can uh, uh, that we can use to help offset that uh, that asthma uh, state. You know, at one time I had asthma, and one time I suffered and then, uh, as I grew up and went to the doctor, and, and you know they say it was an allergy, and I didn't realize that asthma is a dreadful disease, but it also triggered about a uh, triggers. By the, our environment So Nurse Norton is going to share that with us As soon as he comes on here But I encourage you to call uh, call into the program this morning At numbers three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six 4126 And lend your voice to our program this morning uh, We're going to play um, a short uh, uh, pre-recorded interview That we had with Nurse Norton And then we'll be back with you shortly Again, you are listen to free on the inside. We pray that you'll enjoy the program. Hey, give us a call at number 310-982-4126, and you too can call the program and be a part of what's going on here. And I'd like to say hello to the men over at the uh, at the Cotray and how that young men that we mentor to over there. We're going to be going over there in November and having a Thanksgiving uh, luncheon with those young men. And also... Say hello to the young men down at the Hutchinson State Jail. We do a Bible study down there on a weekly basis, and we've been having a great time down there in the Bible study. Young men have been very excited about it, and they're coming out, and we actually learn a whole lot. We're having a great study at this here series here. We study the book of Hebrews, and when we go through Hebrews, we go back to Genesis, and we study about all the patriarchs. That they speak, uh, that they make mention of and speak of in Hebrews, and so we read about those and see why God called them faithful. And so, uh, we encourage you to take uh, take time out and read the Book of Hebrews and see what God is up to in that. And now, what we do, we're gonna go ahead and open the lines up now. You'll hear a part of the interview from uh, Nurse Norton regarding uh, positive breathing. Not just something to say, but have some news we can use, and that's the basis of our program. Each and every week, we come on here with information, with ministries, and programs that's making a difference in the lives of God's people. We're in for a great time this morning. We have a couple of guests that's going to be on this morning. Then at the end of the show, we got a treat for you. We're gonna celebrate Black History Month, so we're gonna wind out uh, in this program with a couple of poems for Black for Black History. But this morning, we'll just like to give out that call-in number so you two can join the program. That number is three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. Please, please, please call into the program and voice your opinion. Ask about I will ask our guests about things that they are talking about. Ask our guests how they could how you could be involved in things they are talking about. Amen. So uh, we're getting ready to uh, have our first guest to come on the line this morning. Here we have him on this morning, but this morning we're for a great treat. This morning I want to tell you this, some, about something that's very dear to my heart. Something that's very dear to my heart, and about a man and a program that's uh, that's uh, that's dear to their heart, and how they're making a difference in the community here you know, about asthma awareness. You know, and so we want to share that there with our listening audience, and let our guests give you more information on that. But the next voice you're here, here will be our guest this morning, Mr. Norris. Good morning, Mr. Norris. Good morning, Mr. Norris. You on the net? Hey, man, uh, we don't have Mr. Norris on there right now. I think we have Brother Daniel. Good morning, Brother Daniel. Okay, we'll have Brother Daniel there. Hey, hey Collin, if you care to, uh, to join in the conversation You when you – uh, log on and when you call in you are hear a prompt that says, number one You speak to the guests And number two you can just listen in So uh, be mindful of that So just go ahead and listen in We're going to have our guests coming up here in a few minutes But before then we're going to play a musical selection And then it's going to uh, kind of uh, kind of Be the basis of what we're going to be discussing today We're going to be talking about asthma We're going to be talking about A, a program that's going to uh, Be shared in the uh, Oak Cliff area uh, On the 5th of uh March and the time we'll let our guests share the time within about the different events that's going to be a part of that program. But asthma is something that we have to deal with. I think uh, I can say it safely that each one of us knows someone that's dealing with asthma, and uh, you yourself may have dealt with asthma at one time or another. But it's uh, but we have programs in, in place to help you deal with that. Also, the medication to help you be able to uh, uh, manage your asthma. But without any further delay, we'll have a musical selection and then the next voice you're here will be our guest. If not, I'll just keep talking. Hey Amen. We'll get our guests on the line here as soon as possible because they uh have a desire to be on here, so we're gonna just get them a call and Nick, and then we'll go from there. So enjoy this musical selection and be back with you shortly.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to you right now young Donovan. <laughs> 11. The problem we're facing right now is we're losing our children. Fathers, we need you. Can you feel me? Like me. Yes. Every time you took a picture with you and your family, it was only two people. Uh. It was supposed to be me. It supposed to be me asking. Why the sky blue? When I grow up, I wanna be like you. Yo, daddy, can you teach me
0: how to? hide my shoes?
2: Can I go with you to work or so I can see what you Let me see what you do so I can love my kids too. But you didn't stick around. Was that too much to ask of you? Too much to get a blueprint, no. too much to show the way. No. That's the reason why this building is not finished till today. i don't want to believe that. I But it's a million of y'all and only one of me. What happened to the village? As far as I can see, it's been burned down by this modern-day slavery. For 11 years, I've been living here.
0: I've seen Mama crack more than
2: 11 years. Why can Mama see Daddy while he sits away? No, Jesus will here the kids when they pray. Mama walking two jobs. She can't do it alone. She shouldn't have to. She didn't get knocked up on her own. And I know am a drama But before you close the door, don't forget how it feels. Remember.
1: you some nice uh, music, and we pray that you'll be blessed by it this morning, amen, and so we wait on our guests to give us a call in for uh, this episode of our show, but until then we're going to just kick back and relax and give our glory to God, amen. side, another great episode on the weekend podcast with minister Joy Lewis and richard Richard daniels, our co-host I guess it's out available this morning. we're going to try to reschedule him at a later date and I'm excited about him I've got some great information for us uh-, talk, uh and mr Norton and his wife they uh they have an asthmatic mobile unit system uh uh facilities and they cover uh selected zip codes that uh that have a high impact on asthmatics and so we want to talk with him and see what uh what he have going on in the Dallas in the Dallas County area. But uh, uh we have a brother Daniel on the line this morning. Good morning, there, brother Daniel.
3: How you doing, Daniel? I'm
1: doing great. I'm doing great here. Hope you enjoyed our musical selection and uh our is it's not available. That doesn't mean he won't call in, but what we would like to do is to reschedule him at a, at a, at another time, so we can get a full interview of him,
3: yeah, yeah, you know things get be like that sometimes you have to learn how to adjust,
1: oh, of course, so yeah, it's all right, and that's what that's what the Christian life is all about, adjusting to situations, you know, and so what we'll do is we'll just go on with what the business is at hand here, and sometimes it's good Amen. to just. Be flexible. You know, Mr. Norton is very busy, which we all are. And sometimes people just tend to uh, just miss, uh, uh, miss their appointed date. That doesn't mean they don't want to, it just means uh, uh, that they don't have any information for us. And sometimes they just miss it. And I'm pretty sure that uh, it, it will uh, bother him too when he realizes, you know, that, hey, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be doing something this morning. <laughs> and he's, hey, so I talked to him later on this week and we'll reschedule it. You know, he has been a guest Amen. on the show before. A couple of years ago But he called me up and said Hey, we're doing something different In our mobile kiosk for asthmatics uh, For youth asthmatics And so I wanted to share that With your listening audience And I said, well, you sure can So uh, You know, this, okay. this time of year You know, we're changing seasons, man And, and so anyone that uh an ailment a with Dealing with their breathing, their lungs You know, they're going to be affected You know, when it's getting cooler Land is getting a lot, uh, you know, in moisture in the air, and so and all that affects your breathing.
0: And, and,
1: and he was telling me in certain zip codes are more susceptible to asthmatic conditions than
0: others. Mm-hmm. And I want zip codes of those. He's gonna share that with us. You know, I'm
1: not gonna say it to anybody, okay. but I, I wants want to hear what zip codes uh, have the most population of asthmatic related illnesses.
3: Oh, uh, you you had uh. As a fact, yourself didn't
1: you? Yeah, I sure did. As a matter of fact, I probably still suffer from it, but I, it doesn't bother me like I don't use an inhaler or any any pills or anything. But I'm always mindful of my environment. You know, if I go places, I'm, I'm very mindful of, of things that's going on around me. So I try to, uh, you know, be careful about those things. So. Uh, so, Brother Daniel, you know, there's a lot going on, man. I love this time of year. You know, the weather's a little cooler and and, and sunny, and then the State Fair is in town, and Grambling was in town last week. Now, we're here in Dallas, Texas, so we're going to talk about some things that's related to uh, here in Dallas and perhaps around the world also. But right now, the State Fair is in town and a lot of activities are going on. It's, awful. it's a time for us to be mindful of our surroundings. You know, because sometimes people get caught up in, in All the excitement and things and, You know, and we know What uh, what the Bible says, and we know from experience That people uh, tend to Be lurking to see who they can uh, You know, catch off guard To take advantage of the situation Just Getting gas or at the ATM machine or whatever it may be We have to watch ourselves
3: Yeah Yeah, you know Uh this time of year, is a lot of people in town, you know. We have a lot of people that go to the state fair, and, you know. Most of the time, the weather changed. It started raining a lot, you know. and Sometimes it rained the whole uh, period of the fair. I seen it rain about six straight days one time, you know. But, but people said it came, went, it went to it, you know, and it was just, it's just part of life You got to learn How to adjust to things Like we're doing Right now With the guests. is how we Learn how to adjust it And keep on going And that's so true That's so true uh,
1: and, uh, Brother Daniel I want to uh, Thank you for Just uh, help to, uh, With your support Of the program You know we talk a lot uh, Offline As much as we do Online So I want to thank you You know you got a lot Of projects coming up And I do too But You keep on doing what you do, even though sometimes things don't seem to be going right in your personal life, but you continually to go forward, man. I want to commend you for that, man, because it's a challenge. It's easy for us to, you know, be like that ostrich that people talk about. just go bury our head in the sand or or something, but you just keep on trucking. So I I really admire you for that, brother. I really admire you for that. And and you know what? And I'm not the only one that's saying that, man. There's other people around you, man. Because you and your wife, you, uh, y'all you do the uh, ministry together, then you got some projects that you do alone, man. So you're very busy, but yet you continue to have a level head. So, uh,
0: again, uh, you know, I commend you for that.
3: Yeah, you just be kind of, you know, kind of like a struggle. You got to learn how to, you know, this you know, use the time that God allows you to have to do these things. Uh, Sometimes you get them complete. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you put them off for another day. Uh, I got a project today that I got to go look up on today, and uh, you know, uh, I'm very, I'm very excited about it. And uh, you hope to see some results in a couple of weeks.
1: good there, man? You know, and, and, and these are busy times for all of us, for all of us. But really, you know what? I'm just wondering about situations, man. You know, these, are, these seem to be some crazy times that we living in. You know, with the, uh, with the issues that's going on in Congress and the issues that's going on in law enforcement and issues that's going on with rural affairs. it just seems like, man, we've been bombarded, man, left and right, you know, and just, you and you look at TV and you hear the news report. you just want to just hold, just throw up your hands and just holler. And Bob and Gay says they don't make you want to holler, <laughs> you know. And so, but we, so we have to know how we'll, you know, what, what, what our hope is in, right? You know, I'm going to study in Hebrews the 11th chapter, and it talks about having faith,
0: man.
1: And we got to have faith, because these things are going to work themselves out. You, do, you, you, do you hear me? Yeah. And so you know, you know, and so and that faith that we have is just not for us, but it's for all of them that are attached, to us,
0: man.
1: all of us that are with us, our friends and family members and co-laborers and ministers, brother. We got to be able to share that faith with everybody, and got to be able to live out that faith. We got to be that. And what the scripture said, that living a person, you know, that's standing on God's word and God's word alone. And so, uh, Brother Daniel, you know, I know uh, you and your wife have been doing some uh, street evangelism, and, you know, this is the time of year where a lot of people, uh, you know, get together and they give out the hygiene kits and the clothes and, and things of that nature for our brothers and sisters that uh, seem to have fell through the cracks, but they had been forgotten. And I want to thank you for that there, man, because I love that ministry too. You know, me and you, we just did ministry together, we've supported each other on different ministries. So do y'all have anything planned for the next couple of months? Because, you know, we're coming at that time of the year where a lot of people are actually involved in uh, East street evangelism.
3: No, bro, Rose, we mostly go with what God tells us to do. And he have not told us anything right now to do anything. Uh, when we do, we'll let you know, and we'll we mostly get in touch with Brother Raul, too. Okay, okay, that sounds good, then.
1: Been, you know, being prompted by the Holy Spirit. And, you know, Brother Daniel, you know, uh, that type of ministry is a challenge because we realize that uh, there's a lot of people that are just out there just, you know, because they want to be out there. And then there's a uh, lot more people out there because they're uh, they Have no other place to go. They have no other means to support themselves, and it's a challenge to try to separate the sheep from the goats. You know, but the scripture said that we ain't to worry about those things. God do the separating. I want you to talk about that because as you do ministry, brother, you realize that some people just want to do it because it's available, but yet there's a need for it. How do you How do you balance the needy from the greedy?
3: Uh, my experience when I was, you know, hell, as long as I've been out there, I have seen that a lot of the people they have an earnest need to want to try to come up and be relieved what the conditions that they put in. But at the same time, you know, they're fighting a lot of demons. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of the things that they're probably in, some of the things was really personal, and then some of them probably physical. You know, uh, uh, a lot of mental illness exist, and then also there's also some you know probably drug use, and then sometimes there's probably. Uh, personal uh, incarceration, you know, from them being locked up, going to jail, and then when they get back out, uh, a lot of people won't hire them for jobs. And so, like, it's a cycle that's basically pushed them out there into the streets, and at the same time, they, they go through what I call, like, this crab cycle. Uh, A lot of them want to be around each other, and they're codependent of each other, and basically, they don't want to see each other do better than the other one. So, in a lot of the, you know, settings that we've been through, we see a lot of people that walk around with their friends, and they go around and try to go get uh, food for their friends, or equipment for their friends, they won't... And they want to walk over here with my friend. I want to be over here with my friend, and 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 at the same time, you know, it's like a codependency, you know. Yeah. And,
1: and
0: uh, so you know, go ahead. I'm listening. Uh,
3: uh, as you said, as you told me one time, you tell me about the, the hardened uh, aspect of uh, like when you. Try to supply food for them. They'll come up and they'll try to get a a large amount of food that basically, you know, they can't really eat at one time. So, you know, you would say, almost you would say like they're trying to be greedy. But also, but this is this fear that they have in their mind that basically, I won't have nothing to eat tomorrow or tonight, and I'm going to supply in my pack, I'm going to get everything I can. So, I won't go through this for a couple of days. But you know, Brother Lewis, and you know, it, it don't work. Yeah. You know? Hey, you, e, you even, even when we go to some of the spiritual and, and, and the biblical uh, uh, stories of how some people in the Bible, with Moses there, they tried to hoard a lot of food and God told them, don't do it. And what happened?
2: Yeah, the food just don't last. Yeah.
3: Who rotted? You know, you got to learn how to be obedient.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, as you were saying, I was thinking about that. To me, I, I refer to it as that, is uh, that, man of man of syndrome. When we try to gather mm-hmm. all that, syndrome, God is only giving it to you for a day. Even when we, even when. Myself and you and other ministries that i serving people, that stuff normally lasts just a day because of the food and just the uh, environment, you know. So I I, I uh, uh, try to incorporate some things that I, I consider I call it a survival kit, which is no more than a hygiene kit and some dry goods, and I call it a survival kit because that survival kit will allow you to think about how good God is after all the resources are gone. You still got a glimmer of God Loving you and caring for you But this is not Mm -hmm. what it's all about It's just a whole It's just to let you know that God had forgot about you Because brother Danny At the end of the day those men and women Even though they're clustered and grouped together and They walk in and fellowship At the end of the day they're going to be left alone They're going to be in their own little Private uh, uh, World You know Everybody go their separate ways And uh, things are quiet for the night And then they left alone for the first time I'm talking about really left alone For the first time yeah. I think about how Jacob was In the in the backside of the mountain When he, when, uh, he had, all his resources Was gone He gave them away He sent it ahead of himself Trying to prepare a way And there's really no other way Unless you're in Christ and Jesus He's the only way The
3: truth and the light. And so Amen. Uh, you, know, Amen. And that, you know, and you know, and I got to think about that. That as, as, as food is like that manner. And I don't
1: think that I don't think what we doing when we serving people, it's don't to last. It's just like it does not hold to last because God wants you to be hungry for other things. Mm. That when you when you eat of meat, you're you're hungry no more. That's why we're doing a disservice if we just feeding
3: them food and giving them stuff and not sharing them uh, the word of God. And I've been guilty of Amen. Amen. Service. And the most important thing is the word, uh, Reverend Lewis. You know, like, uh, I know some of them really, some of them just come out there just for the food. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> like uh, Brother Raul said that last week, and he told them directly, I know a lot of y'all are just out here for the food. You know, they could care less about what is being spoken over them, um what words will be saying and you know, they they are, they are just out there just for bare necessities.
1: Yeah. And you know and you know Brother Richard God knows about that because he realized that when uh when his son Jesus already the people just following him. Sometimes they're just following for what they refer to the fish and the loaves. But glory be to God that he can still work through our Mishaps and I was shortcoming And I was And and, and I misunderstand misunderstanding Of what the real What the deal is on that
0: Why he's doing Amen.
1: that, he Amen God can work through those things So I encourage you and your wife And all those that are doing that type of ministry To never give up on God And his people that God would never give up on you And the, and mm-hmm. the ministry that you your hands to do Amen you, know, yeah. Richie, uh, yeah, I, you hate, know. I guess I on this one, but it give us an opportunity to just talk about things. You know, and share what I listen to all the time. Man, you real good friends, and I like to think about our Saturday mornings, man. It's just some friends just talking, just talking, just yeah. get together, and just sharing things concerning the gospel, sharing things concerning life.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I got I got this project. Uh, Reverend Lewis said, uh, I'm trying to do, and um, i been mean, asking God, uh, what do I need, and who do I need, and how do I need to do it, you know, and and, and with me, before I go out into something, I basically, I have to do a whole lot of praying on it, and seeking God on it. And then, you know, later on, God started answering me, and sometimes he he gives it to me in dreams. I have different dreams about stuff. Uh, I have, uh, uh, you know, and then he'll send some people that kind of, you know, uh, confirm the word that that he told me about, and they'll come tell me the same thing that he had already told me. So you know, uh, basically, what I'm saying is you have to have faith in everything you do in life because we cannot do anything without God. Amen.
1: You
3: know, that is so true. He, he 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 exists in everything, and you know, like I I was watching, uh, you know, like I'm a, I'm a big football fan, and you know, I I. Uh, I remember back in the day when uh, I used to watch the football players, how uh, most of them used to get with each other from every team. And all of them get out and they go in the middle of the football field and kneel down. And at first, you know, the TV cameras tried to, you know, show it. Oh, yeah. And then also, then later on, they kind of shied away from it because they started doing it too regularly. And then, you know, uh, you know, we don't know what was happening. Maybe they were getting a lot of mail or from the viewers kind of objection to it, you know. And so basically they started kind of putting it on the sucking, you know, the burner, you know. Right, I understand. Yeah. And then sometimes, you know. They'll show the pictures, and sometimes they show the other players. And now, what I've been seeing now, uh, they were trying to show camaraderie, camaraderie between the different players, you know. And what, and one of the main uh, weapons the enemy used in order to confuse people is similarity in things. You know what I'm saying? He'll show one yeah. thing, and, and that's basically he's really mocking what has already been done. So now what they're doing now, you see these uh, players from these different teams getting with each other now, and they start trading jerseys with each other. You know what I'm saying? Right, I understand. They'll trade the jerseys. And they trade jerseys from this other guy and this other guy to play the jersey, and 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 at first they were everybody was protesting, kneeling, and the stars Spangled Banner. Now we're trying to show that we got brotherhood and we're together and we all love each other and we you know, but without God, you wouldn't have the ability to, to get up in the morning. You wouldn't be able to move your limbs. You wouldn't be able to see. You wouldn't be able to think. You wouldn't even be able to breathe in order to play this sport that we watch every Sunday. Huh?
1: Yeah. And, and a lot of times, take God out of situations like that, and you can't because it was God-given yeah. ability and talent calendar allowed you to be there. A lot of brothers come from Godly homes and you know, and had Godly parents, and so you hey, know. Amen. Makeup and part of their life, but cause you you in that type of environment, they don't want you to show that. Sometimes, sometimes the system don't say, "Hey, you know, you can leave that your guard at home." You know, when you're on the field, you by the us. You know, you
3: know. Yeah, when you're, when you're I, I, I ever heard that before too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sometimes even in the school district, the school board, it's the same thing. They they kind of get mad at you cause you want to pray. We you leave that at home, you let the parents be the one that, you know, install religion inside the kids. We out here mostly educate the kids. What we're doing is everybody has to choose their own God. <laughs> and, yeah. And that's what,
0: In that's
3: fact, what, 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 I think they have they have they have one uh they have every morning they have this little scene. We have a one minute of silence. So they lead it out. You let everybody make their own choice.
1: I know, I know And the choices that we're making, man It's not the right choices It's not choices that are going to change a generation We're making those negative choices You know, going back to the Bible In the book of Judges It said people were doing what was right in their own eyes and, and that's where we are today, you know I'm I'm right And everybody else is wrong You know, you could go places And people are getting into an argument over you know, or I say at a drop of a hat You'll say, you know they will get into an argument and then you know and they're gonna keep arguing whether they they right or not they're gonna argue because they say hey I and that's my perception. I don't care what nobody else say. How often have we seen people in stores arguing over over the over something nothing but just in the counter they're arguing over the food, they're arguing over the service they just arguing it's over the environment you know it doesn't take much for people to pick a fight to argue over things, when we ought to all be grateful and thankful and encouraging one another. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's what we talk about on, on our uh, in our ministry and on our program. It said, help change a life. And, and sometimes people say, man, what you mean, help change a life? You know, that's what Jesus told us to do. He said, go out and baptize in the name of the Father, and Son, and the Holy Ghost, and, lo, I'll be with you. What does that mean? Go out, be involved, be an encourager be a supporter. You change your life, brother, because if you wasn't here to help me, man, I don't know what I would do. If you wasn't supporting me, I don't know what I would do. Brother, you have changed my life on certain
3: situations. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, so... Yeah, and, you know, yeah.
3: The, one, the one thing I found out about, since we've been having all these social media platforms, Facebook, and all these other things, and TV shows, everybody's on The View, and everybody's talking... Everybody seem to have a, to have this argumented approach to life, you know. You know, you're going to argue about something, debate something, and then you get mad, and you won't talk to me about a couple of years, you know. And, and even with this, you know, the, our president deal, you know, he's, he's he basically he won't. He won't take views from nobody. He do not want to argue with nobody. He just, uh, his word is the word. You know, they had said one time, say either my way or the highway. You know, <laughs>
0: I remember those
3: things. Yeah. Said, hey.
0: Yeah.
3: And, and a lot of
1: people,
2: right?
3: yeah.
2: they'll hold on to that and tell,
3: yeah. and tell what they're I, got, I, I it's, it's another thing. I, I was listening the other day, they were talking about, like, uh, uh, you know when they got this, uh, they got this uh, this little rumor that's going around on the internet that Jerry Jones gonna bring back Dez brand.
0: <laughs>
1: I saw that man.
3: And they've been talking it on there, and he, he even posted his picture on there, and they are uh, posting him and his workouts and all this and that. now, but see. The Bible's got something to say that one time it tells you you have to be careful about your words and watch your words because later on he might come back to haunt you. And okay. basically that's what Dez Brian did. He spoke a lot of stuff about the people that basically were helping him. He couldn't see it at the time. Jerry Jones was helping him and feeding him, you know you know, helping him. And he spoke out and he got mad and he got angry and he spoke a lot of words. Basically he really didn't, you know, he really thought was he was right, but at the same time he was hurting a lot of people while he was saying it. And now, you know, he had a couple of, you know, months, you know, he just shake it off and Look around and speak and think and they say, man, why did I say that? I'm sorry. You know, it takes a big man to say you're sorry. Yeah. No matter what, what platform, young. Know? So he said he, you know I, I really want to come back with the Cowboys. And and yesterday, Stephen Jones did it. He said, no way, no, we're not going down that highway, no more. And then about another two minutes later, Daddy Jerry called on the show again and he said, Well, we are not doing that anymore. We are not going that hard way no more So he basically what I'm saying, he burned his bridges behind.
1: Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They found a you know, yeah, yeah. You, know
3: said, you know, sometimes you know, when you got a rumor, sometimes you gotta get it from the horse's mouth. <laughs> And that was it yesterday. I, you know, I heard it, man. It, it kind of hurt to hear the truth, but, you know, you got to hear the truth and go on. Go on with life. He'll but, but go on. Brother, somebody somebody but, else will pick, pick him up. But tell or me, before we go on. Now, would
1: would that be a good match if he was to come back? You love the cowboy. You love this. Now, would, can they be – and together
3: can they exist on the same football field in the same locker room? I'm talking about management it is. Well, it's not only management part of it. It's the quarterback problem, you know. It's like two people trying to work together and one person going north and the other person going south. You know, they got to get on the same page. And I think uh, Dak and Dez weren't on the same page when they were playing with each other, you know. And then they had some more people that was talking to uh, Dak and teaching them plays and, and you know, you got to have to learn the plays and what was happening. He still had that Romo influence on him. They basically were drawing her plays in the hole. You feel me? Yeah. And but basically, I mean, what's going on now, me. you and cannot go on. When you get a change in the guard, and when he has something, you're going to have to learn to, to change.
1: Brother and
3: Daniel. didn't learn how to change.
1: Brother Daniel, can Diz and management coexist in the same locker room? And on the field, mm-hmm. yes or no?
3: I don't think so.
1: Okay. Yeah, I know. And, and I hate to say that because Dez is a dynamic player, but sometimes, like you say your words and your action gets in the way of your witness or your talent. He may be great talent, but I keep thinking about having that uh, uh, Terrell Owens syndrome. Terrell was great. but wherever he went, it was always chaos, whether it was his own or someone else's. But
3: then you start giving that, uh, that uh, you start having that reputation. Yeah. Yeah, you had the reputation you know? of being a troublemaker. They yeah, say it starts but in the locker room. room. Yeah, they that say that it reputation? starts in the locker room. You know, uh, you say one thing to one person, and then the next time you go around you say something to this other person, and he go back and say something. And before you know it, they spread it in one rumor that's got three different v- versions. Yeah, and that's, that's pretty rough. Because football players, they play with their heart and their emotions. They're real emotional yeah. people. And they yeah, get because, real and they, they get upset a lot.
1: It's a contact sport. They got to be emotional because, you you know, yeah. you know, you just show that you're the best at, at, at whatever position you play in. I'm, I'm going to take it. You know what I'm saying? you we grew up together, and we know we used to play sports, and and we played what they used to call sandlot football, and 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 you know, and uh, and basketball and things of that nature. You know, and we, and once you showed that you was timid or that you didn't have enough in you in different games or events, people tend to take advantage of you. So you have to kind of show that you was the best. If you almost got knocked mm-hmm. down, you will shake it off and say, I'm okay, I'm okay. You're out there yeah. bleeding and your fingers are all all wrinkled up, you know, when you're disjointed. you still say, I'm okay, I'm okay. So that's the, that's the thing that, that we men have fell into that some time ago. We were brought up that regardless of what, uh, what impacts our life, we can never show that it affects us. And we have a lot of young men that are hurting and broke up. But they still say that oh, I, I can handle it. I'm in jail. I, I can handle it. Uh, you know, my mm-hmm. wife and family life all oh, messed
3: up, but I can handle it. So they're
1: seeking help,
2: So of getting surrounding themselves with wise
3: counsel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fans? You know, like uh, a lot of men don't like to tell another man in person problems the problems. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, and I would say. Saying-
1: I was thinking about athletes, too, man. Those guys it's like that, they need someone to be you know, speaking to their life. Now, they may have it, and the guys are taking advantage of it, but, you know, uh, we all need somebody to speak wisdom into our life. I have someone, and I'm pretty sure you do, and you helped me at one time, and I pray that I help you. And that's what you do. You surround yourself with somebody that, that's, that's wiser than you in certain, circle, in, in certain situations. Whether it's male or female, I'm talking about the men's point of view and the women's point of view. The women I was surrounded they said about around godly, faithful Christian women, you know so they're just looking at the girl and saying, "Hey, your man doing you wrong. Let's go to the club and find another man. You need to surround yourself with a woman that said, "Let's pray on this thing, girl. Let's see what mm. God is gonna say about this,
3: yeah, yeah, uh-huh." You know, like, uh, that's another thing we're talking about, too. Uh, most of these athletes and most young men nowadays they come from these single-member families. Uh, and this mother raised them up. Uh, I think T.O., that's where he came from. His mom and his grandmother raised them up. And so, basically, they didn't really know how to, you know, uh, go through uh, expressing themselves. Like a man, and all uh, they get real emotional. Like I said, they get emotional and they flare out, flare out, get mad, have temper tantrums. Hmm. Yeah, he did yeah. that a lot. Yeah, temper yeah, tantrums.
1: Hey, brother Daniel, we're gonna end it right here, brother, because I have another appointment I need to go to about in an hour from now, man. But I enjoy this program, and I enjoy always conversation with you, and I enjoy. This time of the morning, I'm having a cup of coffee. I'm kicking back and relaxing, just reflecting on the goodness of God. And I pray that all our listeners, uh, listeners does the same thing. And I pray that as they go forth, that God will bless them mightily and that he'll open up doors that can't no man open. I'm talking about favor and closed doors that need to be closed. I'm talking about Satan that's chasing you, that's after you. Because uh, sometimes, Ricky, some of the wrong doors are open in our life, and we're not aware of it, and we step into it, and we say, whoa, what have I got myself into? That's what we talk about when we say those doors to be closed, man, because the enemy comes with kill, steal, and destroy it. but glory be to God, man. It's something mm. I don't want, to, I don't want, Ricky, you know, because, you know, we get, i am just telling you like this, we all get little advertisements about buying a new car, and sometimes, we get that so uh, we get so much of it that we said, Well, I'm gonna step in on that. I get a new car, uh, whether you need it or not, but you have to weigh the cost. The guy said, Yeah, come on over here He said, How old are you? Well, I'm forty. Well, okay then you got twelve years to pay for this car. What about that? I mean fifty eight years old, you know, to pay the how old are no. you? I'm six You got twelve years to pay for the car. Well I'll be mean seventy two years old. We got to weigh the cost on these things, bro. Right? You know, yeah. that's the doors that are open that need to be closed, man. I, I don't need a new car right now. I need super transportation, but maybe I can downscale it. So Because, they, they, you know, they don't care about you. They don't want to get you in their little clutches, uh, in their little and mm-hmm. uh, they, uh, Then they'll just call you up and hassle you for the next 12 years about a car and a relationship, yeah. whatever. You know, and that's why I said that we had to be mindful of the things that are presented to us. We have to pray to God and say, God, what would you have me to do on this situation? God, I, you know, I, I need this here, but what do you think about this? How would I be able to manage this? And then we got to step, we got to step out on faith. If He said it's for you, you got to believe it's for you. If He said don't do it, then you got to believe that He said wait for a season. That
3: don't mean mm. that you don't
1: get it. That means you just wait for a season. And, and Ricky, and a lot of us, we're impatient. I'm impatient. You're impatient. We all are impatient. That goes back from Adam and Eve, you know, when God said, do not eat the, the, of the of the tree of good and evil. Eve was impatient. She said, wait a minute. I can't see why God don't want me to do this. I got to find out for myself. If she would be impatient, I bet you God would have revealed it to her in time. I, it ain't, I ain't ain't know the about it. they say it, I'm just thinking about what well, if we were impatient, man?
3: All the the problem that we brought up on ourselves. But glory be to God, He's You know, you know, Rev Lewis I got, I got, I got something to say. Then I remember when I first started working, I had cars and I lost a car and I lost a car, and then one 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 period of working I went through was I could say about. 12 years of not having a car. I caught the bus, and I walked everywhere I went. And like I said before, I asked God, why am I going through this? And he told me, I'm through something Brother Rick, and I'm teaching you how to, to be steadfast and to be patient. And so what happened to all this, he taught me, I was basically just, just to wait on him, and then he'll bring it to me. So after this period of me just walking through walking and doing it, it's just, you know, it was like a new time. I got, you know, myself together, and then I got and I got blessed with two cars, a car. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, 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 that guy yeah. kind of
3: been waiting on God. I was patient. I uh, pray I wait till my time came. And a lot of people, that's when they, they don't want to wait till their time comes. And they want to try to rush things. You could say the same thing about in the ministry when you see some people and they stay pushing. They want to be preachers. Do you want to be a church? I want my own church. I want to do this. But your time has come yet. You know
1: what I'm saying? That is so true, that is so true. Brother Daniel. we gotta get on out of here, brother. And I would like to just close out with Romans eighty one said therefore there are no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus who walk not according to the flesh but according to the Holy Spirit. Precious Lord our God, we thank you, dear Lord We thank you for your grace and your mercy We thank you, dear Lord, for bringing to our awareness, dear Lord That all things begin and all things end with you Dear Lord, we thank you for this opportunity, dear Lord To share life experience, dear Lord With our listening audience And with our we thank you for Brother Daniel and making himself available, dear Lord To be a part of this program He's our co-host, dear Lord But he definitely has words of wisdom and encouragement, dear Lord As he speaks We pray that he's encouraging someone else Throughout the remainder of this day and for days and weeks and months to come, dear Lord, bless his family. Dear Lord, bless him that the projects that you put his hand to do, bless him on just enjoying life all together. Dear Lord, we pray for our listening audience. We thank you, dear Lord, for men and women finding enough in this program to uh, to uh, uh, listen in on a daily basis, whether it's at the eight o'clock hour, or throughout the day, or even in the midnight hour. Dear Lord, for you changes not. precious Lord, our God. As we wind down this program, we'll be mindful of our guests that didn't, weren't able to make it this uh, uh, morning, dear Lord. We pray that it all is well with him, and we look forward to him being a part of this program and sharing his gifting and encouraging us about our health issues, dear Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to help change a life in Jesus' name. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. You'll be listening to another great episode of Free on the Inside. We pray that you have been blessed by what you had heard and what you had experienced today. We, again, we want to thank Brother Richard Daniel. We want to thank our callers that are coming in and that came in and just listened to the program. And we give God all the glory. In the name of Jesus, we encourage you to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Until we meet
3: again, this is the end of this program. Amen. So you can be faith. free on the inside.
1: God bless you, our brother Daniel. We'll be talking with you later. Amen.
3: See you when I see you.